0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network.
1: From the Queen City Podcast Network studios in uptown Charlotte, this is CLT First, a kind of a newscast for people who are completely over newscasts where we won't waste your time. I'm Stuart Watson. Amy has the day off. Weather for New Year's Day, partly sunny, 20% chance of showers, not until after mid-afternoon, a high today of 54, low 32. Tomorrow, sunny, a high of near 50, and tomorrow night, mostly clear, low around 30. We thought since everybody else is doing their best of 2023, that even though we're 12 episodes in, we would do some callbacks. To our best of 2023, the first one with our friend Lindsay Banks at the Charlotte Ledger on wild animals in your own backyard. So the Charlotte Ledger had this crazy story about all these animals that are showing up in people's backyards. Yeah, what is that all about? I mean, I don't know if this is a doorbell cam thing or whatever, but (laughs) Lindsay Banks is here to set us straight. What are you guys seeing in the backyards of people right here in Charlotte?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. So the county doesn't actually track the numbers of human wildlife encounters, but the state's um, only wildlife enforcement officer, actually, the only one stationed in Mecklenburg County, said that the numbers have recently increased. And so we had a freelance writer, Amber Verka, kind of – investigate, talk to some people. She had some neighborhood residents kind of talk to her and explain what they've been saying. And there was a resident that lives in a neighborhood um, called Crescent Wind, Charlotte, near Ment Hill that actually reported seeing a black bear what? go through his yard. And, you know, typically you don't think of black bears in Charlotte. Usually, you know, if you saw a black bear in Asheville, I don't think anybody would think anything of it. But in Charlotte, that's a little bit unusual. And black bears are not the only animals that are kind of... Becoming increasingly more common.
1: Coyotes. What yes. about foxes?
0: Foxes, yes, that's one. Armadillos, feral hogs, and even river otters, which I found very surprising that river otters are in Mecklenburg County as well. I did not know that. I mean, and it's happening because of construction and subdivisions coming into Mecklenburg County and all these wooded areas and natural habitats for these animals. You know, they're getting eaten up by construction. And so they're being forced to kind of move out into human, you know, habitats. And so that's why we're seeing more of them. And that's also why we're seeing animals that you wouldn't normally see in Mecklenburg County. That's why we're seeing them more in our front yards. Lindsay, if I encounter any of these animals like a bear or any of these wild animals that I don't recognize, um, what should I do? Well, don't engage with them. That's the first (laughs) thing. And then after that, you want to call Mecklenburg County Animal Services to come out and, and deal with the situation for you.
1: Thank you, Lindsay Banks from the Charlotte Ledger for hanging out with us.
0: Thanks for having me. Okay, so I'm Amy, and I love to smoke a cigar. And Hi,
1: Amy. <laughs> Hi, Amy.
0: And I'm afraid that my favorite cigar bar vintage is getting ready to be affected by something that that Ryan Pickin is getting ready to tell me from Queen City Nerve is going to happen. What is it?
2: This has to do with a new law that was passed in October and is going to affect hundreds of bars here in Charlotte. So basically, that's what this comes down to is affecting what what you can nosh on and what restaurants can serve in the nosh zone in terms of some of these bars that don't necessarily consider themselves restaurants, but have snacks and whatnot. Um, pretty much starting January 1st, in order for them to sell anything that they heat up whatsoever, be it in a microwave, a hot pocket, whatever, Uh, You're going to have to have a commercial grade kitchen with all the with all the fixings that cost tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars. So a lot of these dive bars out here who are just serving sort of sort of small stacks, uh, frozen pizzas, chicken fingers, fries, people who just serve these little small menu items uh, will now face either renovating their entire kitchen altogether. And that's could be a huge, huge cost or just ditching the food menu altogether. I think a biggest thing that I, I was speaking to a lot of owners about over the past week or so that I've been reporting has been short notice nature of this whole thing where they're like getting letters in the mail in mid-November that say you need to be within compliance of this. You need to hire an architect and draw out a plan to get your kitchen up to code uh, before January 1st or you need to stop the service of any sort of food other than like bags of chips. Mm-hmm.
0: Thanks to Ryan Pickin from Queen City Nerve. Appreciate you.
2: Thanks for having me on. I'm loving the new podcast.
1: In a moment, a New Year's resolution that could actually save a life.
2: Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. Commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
1: I love, love, love me some independent picture house just north of Noda out there. This week, Poor Things with Willem Dafoe, Emma Stone, and Mark Ruffalo. The Iron Claw, a wild tale about the beginning of professional wrestling wrestling in the 80s. And Ferrari with Adam Driver and Penelope Cruz. Why do I like the independent picture house? Because it's independent. Because you can see things there. You can't see anywhere else. The first poll for CLT First in 2024, what's your resolution? A, do more good. B, buy local. C, support poor Bryce Young. D, just get through it one day at a time. All good resolutions. One resolution that actually might save a life comes from Carl De La Guerra, who hosts the podcast Staying Safe in the Queen City, right here on the Queen City Podcast Network. He says, if you'll just invest a little of your time to take a class on first aid, CPR, and the proper use of an AED, that's the defibrillator that's in airports and everywhere else, that time, learning the life-saving skills can actually prove valuable if you or anyone close to you becomes injured. It can actually save a life. You can find these classes at the Red Cross, UNC Charlotte, or the American Heart Association. And above all else, have a happy 2024, everybody. See you tomorrow.
2: Queen City